Gentlemen, we've come to the point in the show where it's time to discuss the next round of candidates for our three-room apartment. This is going to be good with four people. And and just so everybody knows, people who don't know, you talked about the ticket earlier, this Mm -hmm. is where this came from. Yes, yeah. absolutely. We, and we've yeah. acknowledged that on the show. Yeah. This is a completely stolen bit that we got from our sure. favorite radio station where yeah. they do the exact same thing. Yeah. But it's such a good it's such a good bit. It's fun. Yeah. It's, it's fun absolutely. for the whole family. So I thought I'd bring right. it to the show. We're very clear and open about the inspiration of where we get the sure. ideas from our show. Yeah. There's not a lot of new ideas anymore. No. That's so, true. No. You know. But a good idea is a good idea. So if you have a show like right. ours and you come across something like this, then you have to institute. Plus, it has proven that everyone's really enjoyed it. Agreed. So here we go. It's been very polarizing. <laughs> as as everything else is in the group. Right. <laughs> and we recently started doing something called the Intern's Choice as Poll. I know now, it's very polarizing. You don't know. <laughs> yes. You don't know, and you're not <laughs> in the group. <laughs> so we recently started doing something called the Intern's Choice Poll. all the poll. things that are polarizing. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Sorry. Adam, it's your turn to talk over me. Get ready. <laughs> On three, two, and one. You could call it polarizing. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, nice. That's, that's a, a fist bump, bump folks. <laughs> yeah, so we started doing an intern's choice poll, and that's where we put out the candidates before we record the show, and then everybody can vote on which candidate they want to, no matter what we decide, that right. candidate goes in. Right. So we're doing that again this time. Okay. So last episode, Tim Conway kicked off our 10th three-room apartment. Okay, that's not even a question. No right. Way. So I have these candidates this time. The first one is brought to us from Brad Cranford of my former roommate fame. That is the famous architect I.M. Pei. There's no question. So a little bit about him. The New York Times is reporting that architect I.M. Pei, who created some of the Dallas Skyline's most iconic buildings, has died at the age of 102. Although Pei left significant imprints on New York, Boston, and Paris, there is no city that is quite so defined by his vision as Dallas, Texas. His designs include Dallas City Hall, the Morton H. Meyerson Symphony Center, along with three iconic Dallas skyscrapers, one Dallas Center, Energy Plaza, and Fountain Place in 1986. One of his only private residences was built in Fort Worth for the Tandy family, set in Westover Hills. It is identifiable by a sail-like triangular projection that acts as a light source for the living space within. Ugh, that is really, that is really overthought. <laughs> One thing Pei was... An architect that overthinks right, things? Right, 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 right. Uh, no offense, I, Leslie. I, <laughs> I don't think my sister listens to this show, but this would make her very sad. One thing Pei was not was a preservationist. Preservationist? Ah, pre- preservationist. preservationist. Yes. Thank you. So in the 1960s, Pei became involved in the reformist urban renewal movement. One of the results was his plan for Oklahoma City was responsible for the destruction of most of that city's historic core. Wow. The destruction of it. Yeah. I like it. I didn't know that. I good for him. Heard of that. I didn't either. He went right against everyone else. It yeah. couldn't have been that great. No. Right. It's I'm Oklahoma sure. City. I'm sure. So, and, and while he was loved by his clients, he was often plagued by his critics. So, gentlemen, does I am pay get voted into a three-room apartment? <clears throat> Are we starting a new apartment? No, this would be the second edition, oh, the second room after okay. Tim Conway. And who is the first one? Tim Conway. <laughs> oh, you said the second room. Sorry. I misunderstood you. <laughs> so should I am pay join Tim Conway in the second room of our 10th Who are you asking first? John. John. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Greg. No question. No question None. gets in. None. Adam. He's in. No, he's out. Adam, are you looking him up right now? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course <Okay>. I am. <laughs> All right. 
Like I, my, my, no my kids know who I am Pay is. Yeah, yeah but like that's no localized question. to Dallas, probably. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. I mean, I, okay, he did the pyramid at the Louvre. I get yes. that. No, he's one. Of he the did the pyramid at the Louvre. And, or, I, get I get that. that. <laughs> he's one of the most famous architects of all time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. There's like, Lame. there's like. <laughs> okay, so Chris. Yes. All right. Wait, were you answering the question or you vote yes? Oh no, you're asking me. No, or yeah, or is he in? I this is more. Most recently, we've had some where I was on the fence, and I was I would allow Adam to sway me one way or the other. I'm on the fence on this as well. I, I guess I would. I, I probably would. Yeah, I mean, but we talk about the criteria. I mean, we talk about impact, and you know, he, right. he's done a lot of great things. But he's, he's a celebrity. Well, it's not famous, about. It's not a, uh, Yeah, I know. I mean, he he is one he of the is. he is one of the most he famous. He's he's probably, he's, there's probably two architects I mean, I've ever piece of known. Just saying. No, <laughs> I'm saying there's two architects I've probably ever known, and he is one of them. All right. Well, let's just let's just say this. Yeah, you, I think that would be a common thing if you polled a hundred yeah. people. Yeah, I agree. I, I think he's, he's he's got name recognition. He is one of the most famous influential architects. So so he, here's the bottom line: he came in second in our interns' choice poll, getting 25 percent of the vote. I'm on the fence, and the two of you said yes. So that's kind of a soft majority. So soft. So if you if you could name like five painters, five artists, could you do it? Sure. Okay. So like, can you name five architects? I can name. <clears throat> like I said, probably two. I can get close. You can? Who? So Leslie Go. Morgan, I am Pay. <laughs> Leslie Morgan. Okay, well, Leslie Morgan is, yeah, she would be. My in. sister. The dude that works next to her in the cube. <laughs> da- David uh, I am Pay. Flank, Frank Lloyd Wright. Those are the two I really know. hard to say. Those are the two I know. That's the end of my list. Yes, me too. And Those are yeah, the only two Geary. I know. Right, but that, yeah, okay. Okay, so then like, I think he's, his name is Frank he's known in a series of two people that everyone knows. But my point is, I don't, I don't know architects. Well, I know those yeah, that's two. Fair. Yeah, yeah that, that's what I'm saying is, is kind of the reverse of your point. No one knows architects, and he's a famous enough architect that almost every human being has heard his name. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I don't, I, I honestly, I don't have enough stake in this game to actually care Right. If if like the architects were to get in, I'm just saying like you right. know, we, we, we have at least put the people through Does the Frank paces. Lloyd Wright make your list if he died today? <sighs> Has to. Yeah. Okay. He's yeah. at least as famous as Frank Frank Lloyd Wright. Frank Lloyd White. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to say. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, like I said, soft yeah. majority. I am Pay becomes the second resident in our tenth apartment, joining Tim Conway. Here is our. We should next. have a special guest from Leslie Morgan on this one. She had to call in on this. <laughs> yeah. Well, if we had time, we would do that. Here is our second candidate, Bart Starr, the quarterback who got to the Green Bay Packers to five NFL championships. Greg is motioning as if we shouldn't even read. Why further. are we talking about this? Yeah, he's in like well Flint. for sure. But we, normally, what we do is <coughs> okay. even all if right. they're a right. if they're a, we'll hear you a shoe out. in, we it's we'll almost it becomes a tribute. Yeah. Okay. All right. So just for people that for some reason haven't heard of Bart Starr, <laughs> here's a little bit about him. So he won five NFL championships and was as popular as any figure in franchise history. He has recently died at the age of 85. Starr served as the extension of coach Vince Lombardi on the field during the Packers' glory days of the 1960s. He was at the center of the most successful seven-year stretch in NFL history with five titles, including wins in the first two Super Bowls. His most, he's most famous for leading the legendary drive 
and scoring the touchdown on the most iconic play in Packers history, the quarterback sneak that won the Ice Bowl in 1967 against... The Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys. That's why I'm voting no right now against him. He's not getting into the appointment. (laughs) Starr's highly successful NFL career began as a long shot. The Packers drafted him in the 17th round. In oh, 1956, that's awesome. The 200th player oh, that's, selected that's, overall. That's, he, they, I'm you know, they make they a big deal about Brady then. all the time. They should make a big, bigger deal about Bart Starr. Right. <laughs> they, they compared yeah. him to Brady in that situation in this article from the University of Alabama. Brady was like the seventh round. Right. He right. was ten rounds later. That's right. He was picked. Number, <laughs> he was picked number 200. He remained extremely popular. When with there was fans. like three teams. That's right. Right. Because of his role as leader of Lombardi's Packers on the field and his gracious manner off the field. I'm just going to ask the question, just because I have to. Does Bart Starr become the third and final member of our 10th apartment? Yes. Of course. Yes. No question. No question. Okay. Business done. Consensus. <laughs> Consensus. Bart Starr finishes up our 10th apartment joining I am pay and Tim Conway. What a trio. <laughs> Who was first? I am pay. Who was first? Oh, Tim Conway. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> Here's our next candidate. That's pretty good. I actually fell for that. All right. Here's our next candidate. A little tougher, but I think I know what's going to happen. Bill Buckner, the longtime major leaguer who's error oh, in the 1986 world series this is for a years. Tough one. Lived in Red Sox infamy. Died recently at the age of 69. Nice. Nice. He definitely should get in for that. Yeah, not to to influence your decision. That's the only reason he's getting in. (laughs) A little bit more about Bill Buckner. Buckner played 22 seasons in the majors, was an all-star once, and won a batting title in 1980. Just once. That's what it says. Wow. But it was a ball that went through his legs at Shea Stadium on a cool October 25th night in 1986 that made for one of the baseball's most shocking moments that blunder led to the red sox losing the world series in game seven that followed buckner's teammates on the 1986 red sox said he was not to blame noting boston wouldn't even have been in the world series without his efforts that season quote no one played harder than bill no one prepared themselves as well as bill buckner did and no one wanted to win as much as he did said right fielder dwight evans uh, later Bill Buckner had 2,715 hits in his career. Does wanting to win really matter? No, okay. it does. Everyone, 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 come on. I, had, I had the same reaction. Win. That's a terrible excuse. I, I not, agree. not LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. Good point. <laughs> so here's an interesting note that might influence your decision. Bill Buckner had 2,715 hits in his career. 2,707 of those came in the 70s and 80s. The only player with more hits in those two decades is... Pete Rose. Pete Rose. That That's impressive correct. amount of hits, dude. Yeah, it sure is. All right, let's go around the horn real quickly. Does Bill Buckner oh, kick off our 11th apartment? I'll start. Man. Yeah, please do, because I don't to, know what not to, to I need add, to be swayed. Okay, no, not to add insult to injury, but I think the answer is no. I think that as great of a player as he was, mm-hmm. we often talk about influence and impact and his record of achievements outside of his hitting, his hits, which was pretty impressive. Right. He really didn't do much after that. And unfortunately, he's known for like a blunder, 
Which I mean, I'm it's so the, sad. Yeah, that, well, you know, because well, he seems like a really great guy. It's one of the biggest blunders in in sports baseball. history. Yeah, in sports <laughs> history. Right. Which which that's why I'm like, I'm on the fence. But I I I I would normally say no if it weren't for that. So I don't know what I'm gonna say. But it's uh, so my answer is no because I think that like he did not he was not famous enough with enough impact in order to earn the spot. Okay. He was a great guy, a great player. But this is the celebrity apartment. I think that is a case well made. My opinion is the same. I say no. John. I say no. I say no. Okay. Sorry, Sorry Bill. Bill. Damn, it's unanimous. He's such yeah. a good guy, man. Him. <laughs> I agree, though, because, I mean, it was an iconic moment, and I'll never forget it, but it was that one. It's, it's iconically yeah. bad. Yeah. Well, it's like, so. would you let Steve Bartman in? Right. Right. No. Maybe. He was known for only for something bad. Right. No. Okay. Sucks. So we have yet to kick off our 11th apartment. We have one more opportunity. This one was brought to us by Paul Chomo. Of course. Singer-songwriter Leon Redbone, who specialized in old school vaudeville and Tin Pan Alley style music, died recently. He was also 69. Nice. Although in char- characteristically deadpan fashion, the official statement announcing his death gave his age as 127. <laughs> here's a little more about him. Although Redbone's pop-defining uh, predilection for seemingly antiquated musical styles of the 20s and 30s made him the unlikeliest of stars, he became one anyway, appearing several times as the musical guest on Saturday Night Live, including two spots in the inaugural 75-76 season alone, hmm. and landing frequent appearances on Johnny Carson on The Tonight Show in the 1980s. Later, popular success had him singing the themes for TV's Mr. Belvedere and Harry and the Hendersons, along with contributing a duet of Baby It's Cold Outside with Zoe Deschanel on the soundtrack of Elf, for which he also voiced an animated character of Leon the Snowman. He was quirky as he was as quirky as he was iconic. Gentlemen, does Leon Redbone get to kick off our 11th apartment? So while, I'll start this one off again. I think that while he didn't have, at least from this list, I can't pull up a comprehensive list, he doesn't have a lot of, like a ton of accolades, but the ones he has are really strong. <clears throat> Carson, Saturday Night Live, Elf, Because Christmas. Those are big things and not easy to do in that time. I'm just saying. Well, I think that he's an interesting quirk in the music industry. That's really all he was. I mean, he was a contributor in a way, but... He was kind of a, a specialty guy in the vein of Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. He's yeah. not as tiny. He's not Tiny Tim level, but he's maybe Does like. Does Tiny Tim get in? Uh, that's a know. good question. If he'd have died today. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Probably not. Greg, do you have an opinion on Leon Redbone? I don't but Leon so. Redbone's you started, out for me. You, you told me his name and you started on it and I just kind of drifting off because I didn't care. Anymore. Unique voice. <laughs> I was like, so no? I'm like, no from the beginning. I mean, no I, from Adam? Yeah, I, I was a yes. I think that, oh, you're a yes. Yeah, I think that he has enough critical niche stuff. But your point is valid. Well, he, he was very niche He passes the first list, litmus test, which almost everyone's heard the name Leon Redbone. Yeah. I, I have not really. Yes, you See, have. I don't. I don't know really? I My, again, I think oh, in the man. terms of if you surveyed 100 people on the street, you don't get much response. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. So no from you? No. Sounds like a no. Greg? No. And how strong is your yes? It's swayable. Yeah, and I'm on the fence, so that, that doesn't sound like he gets in. No, it has to be like a clear majority. Yeah. Wow. 
Uh, that's a little unexpected. So yeah. no, no to Bill Buckner and no to Leon Redbound. Well, I think that like that. Oh, wait, hang on a second. It's a closer. Sorry. And here's a live nomination from me for next week. Hang on. This just in. I forgot about our entrance choice poll that I made such a big deal about at the beginning. <laughs> Did Redbone get in? 50%. 50? What? He got half the vote, which is a double, uh, twice what IMP got. So it doesn't matter what we think. Leon. Ah, because so Leon I, Redbone. Right. Yeah, I speak in. for the people. He's in. Wow. So okay. via the results of the intern choice poll, getting 50% of the total vote, Leon Redbone does kick off our 11th. And wow. you know what? Yes. Until this good moment, I didn't realize he died. <laughs> Till this moment, I didn't hey, even know who he was. Thank, <laughs> Guess thank, what? So there you go. I Leon just feel Redbone like died. really absolved of this decision. Really <laughs> yeah, <laughs> since you were the only yes. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit of a struggle just to be. Eh, never mind. But <laughs> right, Rip, Rip right. Torn died last week. That's the true. actor Rip Torn. No, he's, he's, he's in the queue. He's, he's in, in the queue. Totally All right, in. and uh, so that wraps up our candidates. So uh, we said yes to Ian Pay and yes to Leon Redbone. No to. Bill Buckner. Bill Buckner. Oh, and yes to Bill Bart Starr. Uh, just a, a reminder to the listener, you know, it's been a long time since we've had anybody from the Afterlife check in, so I'd love to hear from some of these, oh, that's a good these recent yeah. people in the past just to see. Yeah. One of the things I'm just, the minor things that I'm curious about is, is have they sped up the onboarding process? That was a big problem. It was a big problem. <laughs> Huge. So, for now, our work is done here. If you'd like to nominate someone for consideration or vote on an existing candidate, you can do that by joining the Gravity Beard Interns on Facebook and search Interns Choice Poll. Find us on Twitter by searching at The Gravity Beard. You can share your thoughts via our hotline. That number is 321-465-2180. Thank you to our friend Phil Rude for the illustration we use for our episode art. For my pal, Lord Saunders, I'm your co-host, Toaf. This has been Three Room Apartment, a Gravity Beer production. We'll see you next time. Have a good one, everybody. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at Podfix on Twitter, official underscore Podfix on Instagram, at Podfix Network on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved.